Good morning, everybody. This is Patrick Donahoe. Today is March 26th. This is a, a new podcast. Uh, it's, uh, it's a kind of crazy week with, uh, with weather, crazy week in the economy, I think crazy week uh, all around. But uh, we have a lot of good stuff to talk about today. Uh, there was an interesting, uh, interesting forum that was presented by uh, our president uh, today, which uh, discussed some really interesting things. And so today we're going to get into a little bit of that. Uh, for those of you who are listening for the first time, our previous podcasts uh, are available on iTunes. And uh, you can also uh, access our blog page, which is theinvestorsparadigm.libsyn.com. That's theinvestorsparadigm.com. Dot Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Uh, also, we have a, a, a interested audience on our Facebook page. And so for those of you who are not Facebookers yet, a uh, great way to be in touch with, uh, we're not sponsored by Facebook, but a great way to be in touch with, uh, with friends and family and business colleagues. And so uh, we do have a group on there, so check us out. Uh, we have some updates and uh, as far as our other presentations and, and new and upcoming podcasts, topics, and so forth. You can also make some comments on there as far as topics that you would like to see uh, discussed on our podcast. Um, and so for those of you also who would like a free copy of our article entitled The Next Five Years, The Most Important Years of Your Life Financially, uh, you can uh, give us a call at 800-870-8905. Uh, it's a free article. It's about 20 pages long. It uh, discusses a lot of interesting topics uh, all the way from Social Security to retirement uh, to inflation and, and other economic indicators and factors. And so it's an interesting article. Uh, really, you know, has some good quotes in there and some interesting points. But uh, I'd love for you to read that if you haven't already. Again, Again, the phone number to, to be able to have that article is 800-870-8905. I am joined today by my business partner, Marv Curtis. Marvin Curtis, how are you today? I'm good, Patrick. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm kind of jazzed to talk uh, a little bit about uh, what went on this morning. And I know that you uh, had, had looked into uh, uh, the whitehouse.gov forward slash open for questions. And it was, uh, it was some interesting stuff. You know, you get to see uh, you know, what individuals are thinking. And there's a lot of commonality in, the, in, in some of the questions. And so uh, let's kind of let's dive into that. I, I bet there are a lot of concerned individuals in, uh, in our country today. And there's a lot of things that you know, make them concerned. And so uh, you know, it, it ranged all the way from... You know how to how to pay for college to uh, to healthcare uh, to retirement to legalizing marijuana. Legal, yeah, they had legalizing marijuana. That was an interesting. That was an interesting question. Um, so what did what did you, what was your, kind of your first what was your first reaction to seeing you know just this uh, the common individual getting on this webpage this kind of new age new age type of way to convey uh, you know communicate with the president or communicate with the hierarchy of our country. What you know how uh, was your was I think it was a great idea. I think it was a really good idea. It was a great idea. I was struck initially by the similarity of my feelings when I heard about the questions that came from this and a previous news report I heard about strikers in France storming the uh, the government uh, demanding jobs. So uh, just to fill this in, uh, there was a 3M plant in uh, France that had had some layoffs and that along with some other shutdowns related to the economy had French people mad yeah. and the interesting report was that the, the French people seem to have this feeling that they have a right to a job. Well, that, they're, and, and they're not the only, I mean... Well, it, it was unique yeah. uh, in sort of the French mentality. I mean, this is kind of a, a, a funny quirk about the French and, and their feelings about society in general is that it is completely detached from reality. It's detached from the economy. They just think everybody should have a right to have a job. And if, if they lose their job, they want the government to give it back. So as I, as I looked at some of the questions that came into President Obama over this um, 
internet forum hosted by Google, what I saw was the same sense of entitlement. People are saying, what are you going to do to lower my costs? What are you going to do to make life easier for me? Yeah. All irrespective of the fact that we have basic economics at work. Mm. Well, I think – and it it's not like suddenly these people woke up and said, hey, I'm, I'm entitled to it. That, that mentality has been evolving for a while. The mentality – I mean human beings – I think human beings have a natural tendency to, to be lazy. And I think that it's it's caused a lot of entrepreneurs to create these amazing technologies that make life a lot simpler, right? Sure. The, the grocery store or the internet or text messaging. You don't have to call anybody anymore. You just send them a text message. It's a lot. So we, we as human beings, we want to, we want life to be easy. But the average person who maybe doesn't know basic economics or doesn't care has the opinion that says, I don't care whether you make a profit or not. I still should be able to get my $15 an hour job assembling cars. Yep. And I know, and there was, I yeah. don't care yeah. how much it costs to provide my college education. I want it to be so little that I don't carry over any debt. <laughs> and I don't care really what interest rates are. I don't want to have to pay too much for my house. Yep. You know, it's or too much interest rate on the student loan. Or... or I think that everybody, regardless of whether or not they're paying in, should have equal access to health care. Yeah. These are all great ideals, and I don't think there's anybody who would disagree with them. But sooner or later, somebody's got to pay for it. Absolutely. And they cost money. Money has to come from somewhere. got to come from somewhere. And so I know another complaint on there was they were talking about a school system and said, hey, they're laying off the teachers, but here you have the administrator of the school that's making you know, 800 grand a year. And it's like, why is there anything that you could do to cut his pay so it'll trickle down to the teachers? It's like, you know, and, and it sounds on the surface, it's like it, it sounds unfair. Here you have this guy making all this money, and here I am making hardly any money. And, you know, on the surface, it seems fair. But what got that individual to the point at which he was making making money? And what got the teacher to the point where they were making their money? I think you have to go to the, the main principle of money, which is money is a byproduct of value. The more value you create, the more money you're going to have. That's it's just a basic economic, basic economic principle. And so, in, in order for a person to earn more money, they would have to have the education, knowledge, intelligence, intelligence, etc., to create more value. Period. And it, there's never going to be 100% equality, right? With that fact, people are born with different talents. People are born with different challenges. People are born with different opportunities. That's just the that's the way it is. And a free market economy is to bring that value to the marketplace. And you're going to get whatever an individual is willing to exchange with you. And if they're not willing to exchange a lot, you're not going to get a lot. Well, the classic uh, disconnect came up with regard to the 401k. So here we have a question from somebody who says, you know, I've got a lot of uh, debt that I've got to pay off for my school education. And, uh, and my parents, who I'd like to have help me, uh, are looking at their retirement. And it's all in 401k. And my parents have lost... 50% of the value of their 401k. What are you, Mr. President, going to do about it? Now, I mean, it just sort of makes me laugh a little bit. What is the President of the United States going to do about them having lost uh, essentially an investment, 50% uh, of his value? It's not It's not President Obama's problem how he's going <laughs> to fix it. I mean, it's just, it, it strikes me as bizarre that people should think that it's his problem. I know that we, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about the 401k, talking about retirement, talking about where the money goes. The money just do, doesn't go into a pot 
and you know the the company that it's with just determines what the interest rate is going to be that money goes into a free market that goes and it's bought and sold relative to its value right and you know we're not going to get into a lot of that today but the government once the government starts to manipulate everything everything will implode right because a basic tenet of this country and the basic tenet of life is freedom people have to have the freedom to act people have to have the freedom to exchange right and if you start to impede that freedom there's a lot of consequences what's the risk reward yeah the benefits of freedom is the benefit the risk is what goes up sometimes goes down yeah <laughs> there there is risk associated with the free market or the capitalist system and if you want the benefits you got to take the risk and, and we are now experiencing the risks after a prolonged period of growth and benefit which yes there were excesses and we don't have to go into either defend or criticize how we got to where we are plenty of other people are doing that sure. but we are where we are yep. and and we are all part of the system and just going to the government and saying fix this for me uh, it, it just isn't in the cards yep. so what struck me the most out of these responses uh, or these questions to the president were what seemed to be a fundamental misunderstanding of how capitalism works and an expectation that the government is going to solve the problems that are created when things go wrong yeah. and frankly there's just not enough money in the world much less the country to solve the problems yeah. the way the people were asking for them to be solved and another and another problem i mean you look at you look at president obama's intention i think his intentions genuine he he wants to help people Right, and I think that he kind of set himself up for some of the questions on this forum by, in his campaign and in his speeches, you know, or in the State of the Union address, he wants to solve the healthcare problem, he wants to solve the stock market problem, he wants to cure cancer, he wants to cure, you know, no child left behind, or the educational problem, he wants to, he wants to cure all of these things, right? But once the government, and he set himself up for huge expectations, and I think that a lot of the, you know, a lot of the questions that were asked were in relation to the expectations he created for himself. And so it's, does that make well, sense? I think those expectations already existed. He simply traded them. Sure. He said, uh, here are all these people out here who don't understand but want something for nothing. Great, yeah. let's get their votes. Yeah. But the people who, who are the capitalists are the people who are not relying on the government or their 401k or something else yeah. to solve their problems. They're going out and managing their own affairs. They're taking responsibility and accountability for their own decisions. Yeah. And they're taking the... Uh, the blows that come with them. And so, you know, as if I were to try and tie this into the things that we've talked about in recent podcasts, that's why we are basically not great supporters of the 401k plan, yeah. both because of the way it's manipulated by the government, both for tax purposes and, and to get them off the hook from social programs, yep. uh, but also because it puts you into uh, the management of money managers typically who have not your best interests at heart but no. their own. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we, we are, you know, we're not opposed to securities, but we're, we're somewhat opposed to uh, situations where you don't have more control yeah. and, uh, and where you have no guarantees, no securities. Yep. I mean, there are very few financial guarantees in the world today, but the ones that do exist need to be maximized. Absolutely. No, I think, and that, like you said, we... We oppose the restrictions. We oppose oppose the limitations. We po- there's no with a 401k, you have no flexibility. And I and on, on this forum, they were talking about, you know, we we've had to liquidate our IRA and liquidate our 401k to pay for our kids' education, 
right? Now, what happens when you liquidate an IRA or a 401k prior to the age of 60? You, you get penalized. You have to pay taxes. It's like, <laughs> you know, it, these individuals, they you know, as, as they were contributing to these, uh, this IRA or 401k, they were contributing so it would benefit them in the future, right? But there was only one way in which it would benefit them, okay? If they had enough money at 59 and a half, only for retirement. They couldn't take it out for you know for educational purposes prior to fifty nine and a half. They couldn't no medical expenses. No, there's there's one thing that it was used for, and so and it's very 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 restrictive. But because of the Pension Protection Act, because of how all you know the the government kind of created all of these incentives for companies to match and be able to write off a lot of the matches and contributing to you know the qualified plan, it became the sole qualified plan and obviously you have like 403Bs for teachers and you know public servants all fit into the same category right and it, there's and because of the popularity everybody but he just thought hey this is the product that I'm going to invest in this is my this is my retirement plan and there's nothing else and if somebody tells you that there's something else you know forget that this is my product they match and it grows tax free and I get to reduce it for my taxable income during the year Wow, it's been, well. it's been sold very, very well, right? And it's a cash cow for the IRS, right, or for the government once the person reaches 60 years old because now they have to collect on all these taxes that have been deferred for so long. So in capitalism and in a free market economy, people find solutions, right? There was some inefficiency with cars 100 years ago. So what happened? They came out with new cars, and they come out with a new car every stinking year, and it has something new to it, something that is more efficient. Sure. And obviously, because of the energy crisis, we're going to have incredible cars probably coming from this. And all of that comes from competition. Absolutely. It's stipulated by the fair market. But if there was one thing that I would want to leave with our listeners today, it would be this. You need to consider that your biggest competitor is the government. <laughs> they are not here good to point. solve your problems. They are not your friend. They are not going to take care of you. They are competing with you for your money. Yeah, good point. And so when you get into something that is either sponsored or managed uh, or taxed by the government, don't think of it as a benefit. Don't think of it as a handout. It is competition for your resources. Yeah. And that's why we favor things that, that are not managed or controlled by the government or by other third parties, but are controlled by you. Yep. Well, and this is, and that's you know, this, these products just didn't suddenly appear, right? That competition drove, drove. Okay, here is here is an inefficiency. Here is a product that has a, t a ton of flaw to it. How can we, as an entrepreneur, as a financial professional, as a you know insurance company, or as a you know a securities company, how can we create a product that is you know ha does not have the restrictions, but also has a lot of the benefits that these retirement plans have, and that and that's what we've we haven't really created it. We kind of came upon it, and we've been able to um, you know utilize it for multiple purposes, right? As an ideal alternative to a four hundred one k or a qualified plan. And these plans, they play all sorts of roles. I mean, I was talking to a client last night, and we I just went off roll after roll after roll after roll. This alternative plan has the role of being your savings account, the role of creating your own private bank, the role of your retirement account, the role of your emergency fund, okay, the role of your college education. The role of the absolute protection of your original Yeah, you're not going to lose any money as a guaranteed rate of return. 
you know, and then it also has a death benefit attached, which can act as your inheritance, right? There's all these different inside of a inside of an alternative qual alternative retirement plan that we are, you know, that we sell and we educate individuals on, right? It plays all these multiple roles, and it is a perfect competitive product to, you know, to the the 401k or 403b. And the reason, I mean, I, I don't want to be conspiracy theorist, but that, I mean, these are not very popular products. Right, just because people don't understand them, not because they don't have these benefits, but because people are not educated. When an individual goes into a 401k, right, they have their little meetings. You know, they have you know the group sessions that talk about the benefits of the 401k. But that's the only option they give them, and they don't talk about, hey, your 401k has this restriction, your 401k has that restriction, it has this restriction. You can't do this with it. You can't. They're not going to say that in their meeting. They. They're salespeople. They get paid off of signing you up for a 401k. Sure. They're going to say it has this benefit. It has that benefit. And so, you know, we we educate individuals on what restrictions our plan has, right? And the restrictions that other plans have. All pa- all plans are not perfect. Sure. Well, and if you were to make a demographic distinction between the people who use the standard defined uh, benefit plan that the government promotes mm-hmm. versus the kind of uh, retirement program that we talked about, the people that deal with our programs generally have a greater education. Now, I'm not talking about a school education, what degree they have taken. But people who have taken the time to compare and to learn and to educate themselves, anyone who takes the time to investigate the options will easily come to the conclusion that one of these is definitely better than the other. Yep. The problem is that many people simply don't take the time. They just assume that what they've been told is true and that their only option is the standard 401k so forth. Yeah, 403B. 403B, excuse me. So uh, we would encourage, I guess my closing thought here would simply be this. Take the time to educate yourself. Ask some hard questions and see how these different products and, uh, and uh, solutions stack up because you'll find that, uh, that there's some information there that you haven't been told. Yep. You need to know. And it's, you know, every, every client I talk to, it's, Man, I wish I knew about this 10 years ago. Man, I wish I knew about this 15 years ago or 20 years ago. You know, and th- these products, to an extent, were not around then. The products were, but the way in which they've been created weren't. There weren't as many benefits as there are today. So, you know, we have a free education. We're, we're big on education. We, I've been, I hate to use the word duped, but I, I've been duped before. I had, a, I, you know, invested in IRAs, Roth IRAs, mutual funds. And, you know, I was, I thought it was the right thing because I trusted my advisor. We're not all, we want to be trustworthy, but we don't want you to trust us. We want you to be educated and make the decision because you understand it, right? Because you understand how it applies to your life. And we're really big on that. We have a free educational process. It's a three-step process. We have a ton of material. We have articles. We have the podcasts. We have other types of audio, right? And basically, our whole premise is to get you to a point so you understand what you're doing. So you're able to take responsibility for your for your plan, so you have control because it's not something you had before with your 401k. And make an informed decision. Absolutely, absolutely. So again, for information, you know, to, to set up a no no obligation, no cost consultation, uh, you can call us at 800-870-8905, or you can email us at info at theinvestorsparadigm.com. Again, the phone number is 800-870-8905, and the uh, email address is info at the Investors Paradigm, P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M dot com. 
Uh, also, for the free article, it's 20 pages long. Great, great, very, you know, talks a lot about numbers, just very pragmatic as far as explaining the differences between our plan and what a qualified plan is. You know, and 20 pages, it's free. Give us a call again, 800-870-8905 to get a copy of that. So, Marv, any, uh, any, parting, any parting words? Yes. Don't rely on the government. <laughs> well, France, I wish France would have followed Frederick Bastier and, and a lot of the, you know, the, the French economists a couple hundred years ago. They would, have, they would have been in a pretty good situation. But, you know, France, France has a lot of social programs that the United States is trying to adopt being, you know, healthcare and some other things. And it's, it's not, a, it, on the surface, as I said before, socialism looks really good, right? Yeah. Everybody's equal, everybody's happy, and there's flowers in their hair, and they're, you know, everything, oh, the world is so wonderful, but you dig a little bit deeper, and it's very destructive. Well, there is a, there is a price for everything. Yep. And one of the prices of, of those kinds of socialist guarantees is lower level of service, lower productivity, um, and generally lower service. Absolutely. All right, so this is uh, the Investor's Paradigm Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, We'll see you next week.